Well, good afternoon, my brothers and my sisters, and may I say good evening to you. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I am sure that you have something to be glad about today. First of all, you are amongst the living. Father God allowed you to breathe and to see another day. How good is that? He woke you up this morning and he started you on your way. Not only did he do that, he took care of you all last night, took care of your children, took care of your spouse. And then he put a roof over your head so you'd have somewhere to stay. You know, we we take it for granted that, you know, that we have roofs over our head. And we forget about people that are homeless People that never, have never had a roof over their head, see? And and we look at, well, you know, I, I sometimes, you know, forget because you get so used to it being an everyday thing that you sometimes forget that it is also, it is God's grace, my brothers and my sisters, Father God's mercy that has allowed you even to be here, even to go to work, even to have legs to walk and eyes to see, you know, hands to touch. You know, we get so used to being who we are every day, and we just take it for granted. We take everything for granted. We take that we're our life for granted. We we take our families for granted. We take we even take our jobs for granted. We take material things for granted. Things that you're not even supposed to take for granted. You take it. You take your money for granted. See. And and we forget, my brothers and my sisters. That these things are only temporary. That's why the Bible says don't get engulfed in material things. You know, it says in the word of God that don't store up treasures on earth where the moth and dirt can corrupt and they can make those things go away. Those things are not going to last. But think about spiritual things. Think about the things that will last. Think about glorious things. Think about heaven. Say, where are you going to be after this life is over? But we don't necessarily always think about those things because those things are not relevant in our lives. So we don't actually Think about those things. Spiritual things. The Bible says spiritual things are spiritual and worldly things are worldly. There's a difference between the two. And some of us don't understand that, but because we're so used to worldly things, we forget about the spiritual things. But the Bible reminds us On a daily basis, my brothers and my sisters, 
that we should always think about spiritual things as well as material things and worldly things that you think about every day, like getting up, going to work every day, getting up, uh, feeding your children, getting up, uh, uh, getting them ready to go to school and getting yourself ready to go to work. Those things, we it just comes natural. I mean, that's something that we do every day, but we don't ever think about spiritual life. What happens to us after death? I, 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 a lot of us don't even want to think about that part. We don't want to think about that part. And neither do I, but I have come to grips, my brothers and my sister, because I've lost so many loved ones that meant so much to me that I won't see again until I reach that glorious day in heaven with Father God and Jesus Christ and the angels saying hallelujah to the Lamb of God. That's what Revelations tells us, that the angels are around the throne saying hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And then there's people in white, spirits in white that are millions of people in white that are around the throne singing hallelujah to the Lamb of God. There are so many that you can't even see. It's like a river, an ocean of people, millions of souls that are made it to heaven. And as I think about it, I think about all those loved ones that I've lost. You know, my mother, my sister, my grandmothers, my grandfathers, my friends and cousins. and I think about one day when I make it to heaven that I'm going to see them again. What a glorious day that will be. See, I, I think about the afterlife because when you lose so many of your loved ones, and so many of your friends to death. And you start thinking about the afterlife. Well, am I going to see them again? The Bible says you will. I said the Bible says you will. And that's what keeps us encouraged, my brothers and my sisters. That's why you should read your Bible on a daily basis. The Bible says it should be read on a daily basis, not every once a month or once a week. How are you going to know what's in it if you never read it? See, you know, I was thinking about the other day that it, it says that COVID-19 uh, it has over 600,000 deaths in one year, which was last year. And then the vaccinations came. And, of course, I took my vaccination and my two vaccinations. And uh, my sister took her two vaccinations. And and a lot of loved ones that I know took theirs. And, and, and you know, then there came the Delta variant. And, and it's like the... The COVID-19 reinvented itself. And I said, well, how can it do that? How can a virus 
reinvent itself and call itself, a, and you call it a Delta variant, meaning that people that had got vaccinated, even that didn't stop. The, it, it, it did slow it down. If you got vaccinated, thank God that most people that were vaccinated, that got vaccinated, didn't have the full effect of that Delta variant. They didn't feel it because of the vaccination, thank God, that they took. But the people that were not vaccinated came out on the on the worst end of this Delta variant. And, you know, we see people losing mothers and fathers, leaving children without parents because of this Delta variant. And because of uh, maybe they didn't get, maybe they were unvaccinated. And, and it's such a heartless, it's such a terrible thing to see. To see that, to see people dying on a daily basis because of a Delta variant, it's such a hard thing to see. And and I am not the person to judge on whether a person uh, should have taken the vaccination or shouldn't have taken the vaccination. That's a personal decision that only that person could have made, but I can't speak on uh, a Delta variant that doesn't see color or religion or anything. It's a evil, evil spirits. If you, if you know what I'm saying, it's it couldn't have come from God. It had to come straight from hell. This Delta variant, and I, it's just, it's just terrible the way. It is spreading and taking out people's family members and their loved ones. And and there's, you know, you say, well, where is God in this? Well, my brothers and my sisters, God is always here. The Bible tells us in Psalms 139, and that's why I wanted to make it plain to you. In Psalms 139, David, the psalmist. David, who was after God's own heart. David, the adulterist, the murderer. But he wrote, he changed his heart to love God. And David wrote the whole book of Psalms. And it's the longest book in the Bible. You say, well, how could this adulterous, this murderer... Uh, who took another man's wife, Bathsheba, and uh, had an affair with her and then put her husband on the front line of a war so he can get killed. And how could he be after Father God's own heart? But Father God still loved David. He still loved, he didn't love David's sin, don't get it twisted. But he loved David. And so, David, and, and to me, he is the most personable besides Jesus Christ himself who walked the earth in the Bible. David is the most personable person in this Bible. You have John, you have Mark, you have Matthew. But if you read Psalms, you see the heart of David. And you see why they say David was after Father God's own heart. And you see why 
Father God loved David. David was just like most of us. He wasn't a perfect man. But he had a faithful heart towards God. He loved God. He loved Father God with all his heart. And he, even going through Psalms, you can read that the, the trials and his tribulations through life. And he talks about his enemies and what they had done to him. He, he talks about uh, his, uh, you know, why is this happening to him? And then in Psalms 139, which is such uh, an awesome chapter in the Bible, he tells us about Father God's, how he knows us, how he can how he has a personal relationship with us, how he knew us before we were born. And, and David says, and he pins it so personally in his, in his thoughts. And he says uh, in Psalms 139, first verse, he says, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. And then he says in verse 2, thou knowest my down sitting and my uprising. Thou understandeth my thoughts afar off. Thou compassed, verse 3 says, Thou compassed my path and my, my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. You know me, Father God. You know my ways. You know my heart. You know my thoughts. You know all of my ways. As David penned it so beautifully in Psalms 139, he says in verse 4, For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. There's not a word, David says, that comes out of my mouth, Lord, that you don't know. You know all of it. You know every word. That comes out of my mouth. Then it says in verse 5. You have beset me behind and before. You're before me and you're behind me. And you have laid your hand upon me. You have enclosed me. You have a hedge around me. That's what David says. He tells Father God. He says, you have a hedge around me. And then he goes on in verse 6 and says, Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot comprehend it. I cannot attain unto it. I don't know. It's so high. Your, your knowledge, David says, is just too wonderful for me. It's just too high. I, I cannot attain it. I cannot I, I can't comprehend you, Father God. I I don't know what your thoughts are because it's just too high for me. Then he goes on to say in verse seven Whether shall I go from your spirit? Whether shall I flee from your presence? David says, where can I go? Where can I go, Father God? Where can I go from your spirit, Father God? Where can I go from your presence? 
And then he goes on to verse 8 and he answers his own question. He says, if I ascended up into heaven, you are there. And if I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. And then it goes on to say in verse 9, If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea. Verse 10 says, Even there shall your hand lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. David said, even if I go to the ends of the earth, if I go if I go up into heaven, Father God is there. If I make my bed in hell, Father God, he's there with me. And then he goes on to say, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. So can you imagine David, what he was, he was pinning his thoughts he was talking to Father God, and he was saying, even the light, the night, does not hide me. The darkness does not hide me from you, Father God, because the night shineth as the day to Father God, and the darkness and the light are both alike to Father God. Wow. I said, wow. Isn't that awesome? That is powerful, my brothers and my sisters. Then he goes on to say in verse 13, For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb before he was even born. I will praise thee. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth. Right well. Then he goes on to say, My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were. Written, which is countenance, were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious, David says, also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. Then he goes on to say, if I should count them, they are more in number then the sand, when I awake, I am still with thee. 
Father God is an awesome God. David found it out. He found it out and he talked about it. That's why it's just, it is just so amazing how David can pen Psalms 139 and let us know that Father God made us. And he knows all about us. There's nothing, my brothers and my sisters, that come that shocks Father God about us. Because as David said, he knows your thoughts even before you think them. He knows where you are at all times. My brothers and my sisters, there's nothing that, uh, that shocks Father God about you. Because if he knows, if he knew you from the womb before you were born into this world, if he goes with you everywhere you go, as David says so eloquently in his writings, there's nothing. If he knows your thoughts, if he knows what you're going to say before the words come out of your mouth, there's nothing that shocks Father God about you, my brothers and my sisters. Well, that's all for me today. I am going to, um, as I said before, I'm going to be in Spotify's green room uh, probably later on today. Today is Sunday. Or if I don't get to it today, it'll be next weekend before I can do it. But if this podcast has been a blessing to you, my brothers and my sisters, please share it with others. That's what it's about, my brothers and my sisters. It's not about me. It never has been about me. It's about sharing the good news, the word of Father God amongst the people. That's what it's about, my brothers and my sisters. To share, you don't make anybody accept Jesus Christ or accept Father God and his word. That's not what we're here to do. We're here to put the word out. That's, that's, that's my only passion is to put the word out. Whether you accept the word or not, that's up to you. That's why Father God gives us a will, our own will. And he will never go against your will, my brothers and my sisters. He will never go against your will. He's a gentleman. If it's your will to do something, whether it's right or wrong, Father God will never go against that. Well, it has been a joy to talk to you today. Hopefully, um, I'll be seeing some of you all in my green room on Spotify. I'll put the link on my Facebook page so you can join me. When I do go in there. And you guys have a blessed and wonderful night. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.